0: be able to change that voice of the this meeting's being recorded girl it should be something sexier you know yeah Is that sexist? i don't know
1: i don't know i don't think it wasn't sex i'd bang a computer um we're I always would there too. with sex robots right i mean sex robots were basically how ha- well, you can have sex with a com- com- robot now it's a computer right well have you seen have you
0: seen the sex robots they have now
1: yeah, you've seen them. Very. <laughs> yeah, me from, from hey, oh, yeah, show you behind, real quick, you know? <laughs> uh, Mostly from behind. Uh, the, <laughs> the, yeah, that I mean, I don't know how you do it. The, yeah, I've seen them. There's a whole, I, I did a deep dive one day on my podcast, uh, the social, iron new episodes, every Wednesday on Uh shameless plug. Um, yeah. And there's a, uh, brothel in like Canada, like Alberta, Canada of just sex dolls, right? Sex robots. And you can go on their website and there's like, there's candy, you know, like she's precarious and, uh, really? you know, a little, a little sassy, but she likes to have fun. Once you get to know, like they have like personality traits and stuff like yeah. that. It's fucking, uh, sexy. I want to go. Uh, but I no, a very, you can't get into Canada. So.
0: They look very tempting. That's all I'll say. Very, very tempting. Um, <laughs> But that's that's so that's in Canada?
1: Yeah. Listen, there's sex dolls that are hotter than real girls I've banged. So like let's
0: <laughs> Yeah, let's be honest here. Yeah. You got to step it up, ladies. You're about to be replaced. Yeah. Dude, that's so crazy. Canada's so such a different place cuz one it's like they're so freaked out about COVID that if you come in to Canada, you have to self-quarantine for 2 weeks. Um the drinking age is like 18, I think. Sure. And, like, they have s- brothels with sex dolls in them. It's like they live a whole different world. But they're so much nicer in person. But then when they go to sporting events, like um, the Blue Jays for baseball or whatever, like hockey, they just beat the shit out of each other at these yeah. games. Like, it's violent. So we, we I love should, how different they are.
1: We should differentiate, especially you should. I mean, I, I assume you may know because you're closer to uh, Quebec that uh, French Canada – is the worst part of Canada. It's a good different country. Like being French Canadian is not like being Canadian Canadian, like people in Alberta or like Vancouver. Yeah. Hate people in like Quebec and Toronto. They think they're assholes. I've um, never
0: been, I've never been uh, to Canada ever.
1: Oh yeah. Well, so, it, in, so the French Canadian Canada uh, which by the way, being French Canadian is the worst form of French and the worst form of Canadian you can be. Yeah. Uh, that's, like, that's like a terrible combination. The negatives don't make a positive. <laughs> yeah, there's so, uh but they they actually they hate they're like super racist, they hate other Canadians, they think they're better than everyone, and they yeah. they actually strive to speak French uh and not English in those regions because they want people who aren't from there to be confused and like not be able to navigate society as well they're assholes they fucking suck there that's i find
0: it so funny that like in other parts of the country how just extra racist they are and in our country where we're definitely more accepting of people we have like all like the race wars and the race riots and like um the crazy shit you know it's like other parts of the country like if you like if you literally are like not their race like they will like in the middle of the night, just like throw you in a trunk and like, like kill you, you know? Yeah.
1: It's weird. Cause in Canada, it's just a different form of white. They're like, Hey, you're not the white we're white. So we want, we don't, you know, <laughs> we don't like that.
0: You know, what's so funny. So my guest, uh, these Casillas, I'm saying that right. Casillas? Casillas. Casillas. Yeah. So you're from the Northwest, um, Spokane's, uh, you run, you run the Northwest. You're, 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 I'm you're, you're my you're my, you're my, you're my favorite guy out there. Um, But it was so funny because I had, like, an observational – because I'm a comic. I got to, like, ob- observe. I realized I was like, man, people here look really white, really yeah. white. And yeah. if it was you or someone told me, he's like, well, there's no Jews out here. And I was like, yeah, oh, because yeah. I'm so used to seeing, like, yeah. <laughs> white guy, white guy, big snoz, you know, and, like, complaining. I'm like, I, I didn't get – I haven't been so, – because I'm in New York. I'm exposed to that all the time. Right. I wasn't getting that. I'm like, that's why my mind was like, these guys are extra white. And, yeah, and it wasn't. It was just because I had to, I, I was Jewless.
1: Yeah, you're, <laughs> you weren't used to it. There, uh, it was, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, Jewish people are white in pigmentation also in yeah. general. But like, they, it's a different type of white, you know? And the way you just have white, white, like country white. And it's a, it's just a like the inbred yeah. country, uh, shallow gene pool type thing, like, People who still wave the Confederate flag but are never been, you know, well, I, I was trying to say to like
0: the the white guys there all had glasses and like bull haircuts. Like they looked like Bill Gates. Yeah. You <laughs> didn't I it wasn't until I got to Richland, which is about three hours from uh, Spokane and five hours from Seattle is where you got like that really kind of a the big beard trucker hat uh type yeah, of way.
1: More middle America in uh in that. I think Spokane, well, I mean we we're the second biggest city in Washington State, so we try to be you know we're part country part seattle it's a weird mix
0: yeah, it's it's of- seattle without the chaz that's what i uh tell people <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah it's uh, seattle it's seattle without the uh uh anyone darker than tom petty uh is kind of where we're at <laughs> it's yeah. a weird it's a weird place
0: but um god damn what were we talking about in the beginning like right in the beginning when i started the stupid uh lady came on saying we we're recording we had something going on and then we Start t- talking about sex dolls. We
1: Do were remember? talking about sex dolls. Uh we're talking about your
0: your apartment.
1: Oh, um, in my mom's apartment. Yeah. Or did I build this? Uh
0: build it? No.
1: No.
0: Well, whatever, uh, whatever, forget about it. So uh you were like the nicest guy I've ever met, man. Like I remember no, when we first met true. four years ago, reached out to you. I don't know how we got connected, but you offered me a gig, you let me stay at your your place. Um and then recently, I did a gig for you, and uh, it was like kind of last minute. I just hit you up, like if you had anything, and yeah. like you did, and you put me up at a hotel, and like, um, I gotta ask you, man, why are you so nice? Like it's it's, it's refreshing, <laughs> it, but it's also like I get I get uh, suspicious of nice people. Do you? Yeah, you're like, I don't. I'm too nice. I'm like, what's going on? What do you? Yeah, like? <laughs> how many what kids you, you got in your base in your basement? You know
1: actually it's a funny uh i will answer that question uh but r- real quick story the other day i i hear it like i'm sitting at my dining table which is in my breakfast nook because i've got breakfast nook money um and i'm looking out my onto my lawn at my palatial estate and the, the
0: it's just big words these these all i don't even know what they mean but they just sound impressive
1: uh, we'll they do mean garbage with, with, well for your for your listeners um yeah. the, oh, they're all and, dumb <laughs> uh this little girl comes i'm like there's a little i look i'm like babe i talking to my my girlfriend like there's a there's a little girl on our on our patio on our porch and a knock on the door and i'm like what do we do (laughs) like i don't know how to deal with the situation yeah and i'm like she goes answered i guess so i open the door and the girl just like no fear like pokes her head and looking around she's like hey you got any kids in there and i'm like whoa whoa like chris hansen has gotten aggressive with his tactics right. and i'm like i don't know i'm about to i got a, I got a pony in the basement you want to take a look kid uh but she was just like running around the neighborhood going door to door asking if anyone had kids to play with and i'm like where do you live who are your parents you know
0: this is another this is another little girl
1: yeah this is just some little girl like running around the neighborhood na- she was like maybe seven yeah. And I'm like, this seems dangerous. And I'm like, I know. Where do you live? She goes, a street up and uh, over this. I'm like, you should not just be going door to door. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I think it's
0: kind of like an it sounds like an old school way to make friends when it was kind of acceptable to go door to door, you know, and like ring people's uh, bells or like people have their door unlocked. And you would just kind of walk in. You would sit at their dinner table and they would bring you like uh, uh, cookies, you know
1: yeah that was, was very that was cool. better times but yeah i was just like this is uh sorry you asked so many kids i had in my basement so anyway i've got one now because of her uh yeah yeah so we got started to collect it comes back you could use yeah, that kid say-
0: for uh for something <laughs> uh
1: but uh why am i so nice i'm not that nice i i'm just like uh you're I, hospitable I
0: like- hospitable
1: I'm easygoing. Here's the thing like I, you know, we're all we all do comedy. We're all doing com- comedy on the road. We bit and we know the slim margins you run on sometimes. And uh yeah, it, margins like,
0: for profit for um making money on uh touring. Right. Hopefully. Yeah, it
1: can be it can you know, there's good shows, there's bad shows, whatever. And It just isn't, I don't know, like when I got into comedy, I felt like it it was so hard. Like, and it was such an Island and like everyone was kind of threatened and kind of an asshole and no one wanted to do anything for anyone. I'm like, fuck dude, it shouldn't be that hard. You know, like if it were just, uh, we're all kind of trying to do the same thing. Uh, and I've been on the road and, you know, slept in my car, slept, you know, done couch surfing where you're sleeping on people's couches. You don't even know. And you're, uh, and just weird shit. So you know i got a guest room and i've made it clear that any if there's a traveling comic you know uh yeah you're welcome to stay at my house you know i mean
0: it's nice for you but it's also a risk you're taking because you know comics, um people like there's a lot of wacky people out there and yeah you had a pretty much like open invitation anyone 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 that's a comic can crash have you ever like ran to someone that was totally a dick or just just how you had we heard weird noises coming out from the guest room <laughs> or there was a weird scent when you went uh, back in
1: no mostly um you know i mean d- despite there being a huge range of like quality of comics like basically every comic is probably three people removed from knowing every other comic and I'm sure. i'm talking from like the bottom to like whoever your top is dave Chappelle, or whatever like you're probably only a couple people removed from knowing everyone so generally i can be like if i don't know the person someone i know who i trust knows that person yeah and i could be like just hit a reference you know like hey is this person crazy are they cool yeah and if it's like yeah they're cool i'm like great um i think the only time i've had comics who have come and stayed with me and then not just like not left uh for way too long where they're like, yeah, I got a gig like next week in Seattle. And I'm like, oh, so you're just going to, you're just going to stay with me for nine days. Like that's, you know, know, or
0: they drop that ball on you like when they get there.
1: Yeah. It's usually after they get here and they, uh, you know, after they've been here a couple days and I'm like, dude, so what's, uh, you know, what's on the agenda there? How's that calendar looking? Like, I got a gig in Seattle next week. I'm like, so what do you do until then? Like, oh, just hanging out. Like, all right, well, that's, you could have told me that one, that uh, I don't know I would have been as hospitable, like a couple days, I'm good. But after a while, I'm like, I, I need my house back, man.
0: Yeah. Well, that's also like, not only is, is it a dick move for you, but it's also like, how are you making money? Like, you think just li- like, what is he just going to live off your, like uh, your, your, your uh, waffles? Like he's got to get food. He's got to do stuff. It's like nine days, like without doing stand, like, I guess he's going to hit open mics, but like, what money are you making? Like that's, that makes yeah. no
1: sense. Well, that's how some of these people, I mean, I'm sure you've met them too. That's how these guys make a living or actually make it because they kind of like dupe people into letting them stay with them. And but then you they go just go home.
0: If you go home, what, your, your ticket, let's say, even if you're on the East Coast, it's a $200, $300 ticket. If you're staying out there for four or five days, you're going to spend more money.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's some of these guys, though, James, I mean, they. They like (laughs) they make so little money and all they want to do is do comedy. Especially for they're from like LA and stuff like that. I've known guys that have driven up to the Northwest and you know they'll do a show for like 120 bucks, then go back home. And I'm like, there's no way you're making money, you know. So I think they're just kind of freeloading in California so they can get up here and then they can just kind of freeload and do a couple shows. It's like, yeah, I guess you're doing comedy, but man, you're not really. I don't know if this is what I'd call successful in any way.
0: Well, it's like, I like there's dues you got to pay. Like that's kind of what the established. You're, you're basically, it's an investment, you know, cause you're going up there, you do whatever, 125 bucks. Oh, can I headline next time? Yeah. You build a fan base. I get it. I get it. But um, um, yeah, I mean, what's the drive from California to the Northwest, like seven hours?
1: If you're no from LA from LA to here is about 20 hours.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, you can't drive for a fucking hundred bucks. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, dude, you you drive seven hours north from LA, and you're still in California.
0: I didn't know that. I I I, I my my uh, my West Coast uh, geography is uh, yeah. totally off. I Can thought it was that? like I know you have Oregon, and because uh, what's the guy that opened for me, um Eric uh, at Richmond Joker's? Yeah, he he was from LA, and uh he said he was coming from Salem, and uh, I know. I mean, I. I I mean he gambled a bit so he made some money but I mean I I don't know how I, I don't know how he made money from uh, That
1: guy, that guy travels. That guy, I that guy I, <laughs> he is he's, he's everywhere. Got stocks
0: and shit so I think he's got some uh, side He's got to have a side hustle going on, you know.
1: I I don't know. He does some other shit too, yeah, but he's that guy is everywhere. I mean he'll be like Hey, I'm in, uh, I'm in Seattle tonight. I'm in, I'm in Boca Raton tomorrow. And I'm like, what What are you, how are you doing this? And he's like, yeah, I'm I'm hosting this show. And I'm like, what are you getting paid? Yeah. $1,400 to host a show. How's this working out for you? He
0: just loves it. He loves it. Like I can tell. He's a good guy. He just loves it. He loves traveling. He loves like, um, being around people, new people all the time. He's a, he's a good vibe. That guy, the the very second it's his positive energy positive vibes um he was like offering me to like want me to like put out your merch and shit i'm like nah man. jesus christ man. Like, relax like uh, uh uh always down to like uh go out you know like we, we yeah. yeah we smoked some uh i he took me to a cigar lounge like um like he, he, whatever like- i wanted to do he was he was totally accommodating i i yeah. like um thought that was very nice and yeah um, he's a
1: good dude i like eric he's yeah, done yeah, one yeah. Of my shows before
0: but yeah, I don't know how he's making money because
1: he was in New York. I hit
0: him up like a month ago, asking him if he had any um, anything in the West Coast that we could do. And he goes, Oh, I'm in New York now. I'm like, OK. And then I hit him up. He's like, oh, I'm coming from Cali. I mean, uh, oh, 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 Cali, then Oregon. And then that night, the, the Sunday after the shows at Jokers, he's like, oh, I'm going to um, what's that place in uh, Oregon? Eugene. No. Medford.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Something. I'm like, what the fuck? What was
1: he doing? Like, Coos Bay or something like that? I don't that. know
0: what he was doing. He, no, you said he was meeting someone there, but I was like, oh, okay. God damn it, dude. Like that's exhausting. That's the most yeah. miserable thing I've ever heard. Like I used to be like that. I used to kind of book things that were kind of wacky, you know, like yeah. eight hours that way, six hours that way, three hours, two hours. And now I'm at the point now. I was like, dude, I don't want to move. The, the least amount of movement I can do. The yeah. Better. Yeah. You know, like driving two hours is fine, but like i'm I'm so sick of it now maybe I'm getting um older or like I'm just just it's just not that's not for me, man
1: yeah, you ha- when you're when you're starting out, you have to there's no yeah. other way to do it. you're like, listen, I will drive eight hours to do three minutes and get paid in half a sandwich yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that's really? fine yeah. but yeah, as you get older and kind of are doing it, you're like, um, ah, you know, I don't know for me, like not all money's green anymore. I'm like I'll do. I'll do most shows if they're reasonable, but there's a lot of times where I'm like, I don't know, man. Like I'll, I'll, I'll just take a Friday off, you know? Yeah. Like, if it's that crazy of a thing, like I'll just take a night off.
0: What am I going to get out of it? I think that's the thing too. It's like, what am I going to get out of it? I think in the beginning, it's like, Oh, I'm going to get exposure, blah, 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 blah. But it gets to a point where it's like, this show is that they're not going to make a fucking difference. Like the, no one's yeah. going to be in this crowd. That's going to change my life. This is fucking stupid. You know? Right.
1: Yeah. I don't need stage time and validation that, That desperately. That's what my therapist is for. Um, absolutely, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, man, you are just like the nicest guy. I love the northwest, as you know. Um, look forward to going back there soon. Are you from there? No, I'm from LA. Oh, really? Yeah, like uh Long Beach. The Long Beach. Oh wow, that's why you're so chill. That makes now makes sense. Now it makes sense. (laughs) Dude, all those people down there, it's it's another world, dude. I go down there everyone's tan and beautiful surfing and night they just go to the the same bar and get drunk and like just like have these great cars and just like it's like the one thing about LA every time I go I'm just like I feel like no one has a job out there you know
1: yeah yeah there's a lot of homeless people too so they're uh (laughs) yeah no I grew up in the part of Long Beach like not the not the beach part I grew up in the part that like Snoop Dogg talks about in his albums like that's the part of long beach i grew up in uh oh, closer like more like south central than like uh sunny Beach. Oh. Uh, so it was, but it was fun i mean i i liked it i didn't know any different um yeah but yeah i mean i love growing i i love growing up there but you could not pay me enough to live there again in la there's no there you could i easily bought but it would be a, sure. num- the numbers probably it, it'd be very high the high so,
0: three figures you know pretty high yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. For sure cuz and that's just to afford rent. That's hmm. not even to, be, to to like pay the bills and eat.
0: So what was like what did you uh what are the cons then? Like what's the stuff that you're not into?
1: Oh, well, see like now traffic because I'm old traffic pisses me off the uh actually really a big thing for me is I hit is like I after so I I grew up in LA then I moved to the northwest for a couple years in my mid-teens and then I kind of bounced around everywhere for uh a long time and then back to LA then back and now I'm in Spokane but like when I moved back to LA permanently for a few years um in like my early 20s the thing I was like spinning out for a while and I realized you can't escape people there's always people around so like, like
0: specific people or like actual human beings
1: Puerto Ricans uh oh okay I, no, yeah you can't, they're everywhere I, and I, can't, I live I live in New York City
0: no, I'm, <laughs> I'm forever. no we
1: uh uh no just people there's people everywhere like it, when you live in the northwest, like you can pull into a parking lot and find a back corner and just sit there and breathe for a second. Sure, if you, yes. you, you're gonna find it. like there's you can't even do that. Like you're gonna pull into a park, there's always people around walking, doing so. There's people everywhere. Like where I live now, I can drive 20 minutes in any direction and be in the woods, mm. and I love that. Whereas, like oh. in California, I'd have to drive hours out to the desert just to get away from people and even then you might still be running into people
0: so you're you're definitely not a city person at all uh
1: not anymore i mean i there's things i like about a city i like being in urban areas uh i actually feel more comfortable like walking around in night at night in shitty areas Uh, like suburbia freaks me out it does. Like, I have suburbia wigs me out whenever, like, Stepford Y fucking everything looks nice and trim. Too many old white people. It fucking freaks me out. It's oh, weird.
0: Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's very, it feels very get outy, you know?
1: yeah it Um, just is It it feels like uh it feels like north korea where you can just like tip it over it's all cardboard like it's not like a real real place it's all
0: it's all all simulation you know yeah
1: yeah like i'm in the i'm in the beginning third of uh a uh tim burton movie or something you know like where it's still
0: (laughs) i agree because like in the suburb it's like a lot of people move out there with the you know with the kids and uh nine to five kids growing up um and then you just have like house here, house, like you gotta have like maybe four houses on a block. It's like, it's all the same shit, you know? In the city, it's like, people are are just not, that, that block radius has thousands of people, you know? Yeah. Businesses, like people just visiting. And like, so the shit is always going down, you know? Yeah. Like it's not just the same people, same cars, same shit every day. And that's why I could kind of feel like, I always I think, think I would go crazy at a certain point if I was just in the same it, it I guess it is a simulation if you really think about it. Like what what excitement are you getting? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean it's just yeah, it is. I mean, there's there's simplicity, there's things I like about it because it's it's safe and it's comfortable and it's pretty easy to sure. get around and do stuff and relatively inexpensive. Uh, but there are things I miss about the city, like I do miss uh you know, just the hustle and bustle of like a big city being on foot in a big city, I guess it's different. Like in New York, in L.A., you can't. It's not walkable. Like it's not like no, not at all. Uh, Long Beach, downtown Long Beach was very easy to walk around in, and like that, like Long Beach in L.A. are such different. Like Long Beach is a part of L.A., mm-hmm. but it's so different than L.A. Proper. Like, I
0: like I the, I love the city and um and uh because I, I that walking around just getting out of the apartment walking around taking public transportation, not having to drive or like, I love all that stuff, man. Like when the pandemic hit, I never wanted to leave. I'm like, dude, I love it here. Like I still love, I, 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 I really, I was talking to my um, girlfriend about this the other day, asking hypotheticals, but I'm like, would you rather live in like, do you want that like big house in the suburbs? Yeah. Or would you be cool with like, we had a sick pad in the, an apartment in the city that was like spacious and like livable too. And, uh, because i i i don't i i i don't think i like like i i don't i just don't find the suburbs fun i don't i don't find it uh the driving and like i i guess i like interacting i like the people i like being uh i'm the opposite of you i like people just being there everywhere it makes me feel safer for some reason i guess but um
1: i don't i don't mind it at mainly
0: time. the the taking the public transportation so i could drink and not drive oh, that's, that's, that's the biggest that's thing
1: good. yeah that's maybe well. the not <laughs> This is the Northwest. You can drink and drive. It's okay. They don't care. Yeah. It's like uh, Florida. Yeah. yeah the, uh, I mean, I like people being around. Like I like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just a pain in the ass. I want it both ways. I want to have my city life uh, at times, but then I want to be able to escape people also, um, which, and that's kind of one of the nice things about Spokane. If you go downtown Spokane, you kind of get, you get all the best parts of a big city, While still kind of having a small town vibe, that's why I like Spokane. That's
0: one good thing about being a a comic that's working the road. I get the city half the week, then I get the road the other half of the week.
1: There you you go.
2: Yeah,
0: I never get too uh, tired of one thing. And like, but if I do spend a month in the city or a couple months, I I do start to get like a little more uh, aggravated. You know. Oh, when when yeah, yeah,
1: when I go to Seattle for shows or Portland, uh, as soon as I get near the city and the traffic starts getting bad I can tell my blood pressure just raises I'm like I I just took three months off my life my fucking this yeah. is getting worse you might,
0: you might have a little uh, New Jersey in you
1: if you're that angry of a driver man you know I it's it's a <laughs> I just get so I'm like this is unnecessary like I just want to get to where I'm going and
0: I, I, I hate uh things that hold me back like I hate like whenever you ever do something and like, like a, a, someone doesn't do their job, but you do everything. They yeah. don't do the one part. And yeah, I'm, in a, I'm in a
1: relationship. I get it. Huh? I'm in a relationship. I get it.
0: <laughs> See, <laughs> you just want to strangle the person, like, stop wasting my time. I need, I, like, Like, I need to get to So for me, traffic definitely one of those things where it's like, we could all just be going like, yeah. like you're holding me back. Yeah. It's you, 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 it's never my fault, even though I, you know, I'm drunk, but it's like, like, it's yeah. like, what the, like, <laughs> screw all you, like, like let's just keep going, stop looking, keep going, like.
1: Just make anything. a hat And also, I feel yeah. like most of those people aren't doing anything they need to be done. I'm, I'm kind of like a fan of soft eugenics. So um I'm kind of on board with like soft eugenics. So when people are just around, I'm like, there's too many of you and none of you are doing anything today I'm pretty sure except for me except for me I got I I got I'm gonna
0: lose money on this gig but it's important
1: (laughs) I'm important the rest of you go fuck yourselves actually and that's I think that's part of the reason I hated LA too is because everyone oh everyone thinks they're super important uh like every and i'm like yeah they're like listen i'm i'm uh writing this uh screenplay and i'm uh auditioning for this film like great but right now i need you to make sure i get whipped cream on that frappuccino uh so uh thanks
0: (laughs) i can't that's something about la that like it's a it's like i said like i get bored very easily i think so i like gigging around um but i like new york the most but when i go to la it is kind of like fun to see how like it's just like i always refer to la as like a a dream that's like not really a nightmare but it like feels good too yeah yeah Uh, the whole experience it's just like trippy not like you have some moments that are kind of freaky and some moments that are kind of like hot (laughs) and it's just a weird fucking thing but i could see like the phoniness because i'll never forget i was at the comedy store once and i was just talking about like comics like Like, in New York, you go, like, oh, what do you think about that guy? And, like, no one would reciprocate with me. Everyone started just. Really? Like, yeah, getting, like, a little uptight and be like, well, I don't know anything about that. And I was like, oh, I can't have fun shitting on people with you? Like, this is great.
1: Yeah, we're just hanging out.
0: Yeah. Everyone's a swell guy over there. Everyone's got this. Everyone's, uh, uh, oh, yeah, that's great. I, I just. I didn't dig that. And I could tell, I could already feel like a lot of these people who were being super nice to me in person would probably never text me back, you know?
1: Oh yeah. It's very, every, every interaction feels disingenuous and like someone's just trying to see what they can get out of.
0: Yeah. They're playing they, the game. Yeah. C-
1: California is like LA especially, but you know, LA is like, uh, like the hot blonde in high school who's 20 years out of high school you know, now she's in her mid forties. She's got, uh, you know, three different kids that are three different colors. And she's like, you know, twice divorced. She's on welfare, living in a trailer. Yeah. And you're like, Oh man. Yeah. You used to be hot. You used to have a lot going for you, you know, banging body. Uh, you were, you were something 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Now you're just, you know, you see, you see glimmers of it every now and then, but It's pretty beat up and not uh, not a lot going on, but it's still trying to hang on to those glory days. Yeah. People, you know.
0: I just don't think if you're successful in L. A., how it's just like a it's a fun option. You know, you have to be successful there. Like you have to be the guy, like a famous actor or comedian, like working all the clubs. If not, it just it just sounds like like dog shit, dude. It's, it's too just, much yeah.
1: work. Well, that you know, uh, people. All, I mean, I know so many comics that are like, oh, you left L. A to come to the Northwest for comedy. I'm like, well, I didn't really come here for comedy. I was doing comedy and I came here, but I get way more work and I'm way busier up here. Yeah. Uh, You know, in LA, yeah, there, there are some benefits, you know, you're around uh, you get to see bigger acts at the comedy clubs and stuff, which can be helpful. Although I see a lot. I mean, we've got great comics at the club here. I mean, anyone you can imagine, but yeah, the, you, you're not getting as much stage time really or you're uh, not getting great opportunities or oh i I'm, you're headlining a laundromat you know it's like what whatever uh there's just so you you're in l a all it's just you can just say you're in l a but beyond that like i don't think it really helps your career unless you're trying to be in sitcoms other than that like you can do comedy from anywhere man if you're hustling
0: for comedy it's it's definitely not the right you gotta it's gotta be new york or even like like, you know, Northwest, Florida, where you can get on stage and build your act. That's the most important thing for yeah. comedy. If you're just there, if you're, uh, yeah, it's because it's got to be for for uh, bracket. I, I don't know anyone that moved to, like just in LA just to try to be a comic. It's just, it's well, and there's, it's there's, a
1: mil- there's a million people doing comedy down there. So like, what are the odds? Well, those that-
0: people don't even take it serious. Like a lot of people do it, but they also like, no one, I don't, there's very few just like um hardcore comics in LA, I feel like. I think there's just a lot of people that are like, they they do comedy, but they're also doing acting and like are they have like a yeah. a, a, a podcast, um, which is fine. But like you can't just be a comic, and you, I mean you just can't be a comic in general. But it's like in L.A., it's just you won't even get stage time. Like you know, like so it's just pointless. Yeah, yeah,
1: anyway. and it's and we're we're at such a point where. <laughs> Like it's not the eighties where so, some guy from the tonight show is scouting the improv. You know, if, yeah. if you're funny enough, you're going to show up on someone's TikTok or whatever the fuck kids do, you know, like that's yeah. how they're finding people these days.
0: I always say this, you don't have to live anywhere. You can live wherever you, like it's, it's all work from home. Now. Like you can blow up living in no, the middle of nowhere in the oh, far yeah. in the Northwest. And if you blow up, you get it you go viral um and people want to come see you you can you can headline and uh make money
1: yeah yeah Eastern, There's weird... you
0: don't have to be in la or new york anymore
1: no you can be anywhere and if you're you know just near an airport which turns out those are most places now a lot of uh, a lot it's... of
0: places have airports <laughs> exactly. they can build out, yeah, out a lot apparently yeah I,
1: th- I think uh almost every state has one now
0: um, <laughs> um all right so you didn't enjoy living in um Long Beach growing up in California now everyone knows the premise of the podcast is about high school but you didn't go to high school and then I asked you oh so you you're homeschooled and you're like I wasn't homeschooled <laughs> And like so do you have a GED
1: yeah I do have a GED okay. I do I went I didn't get it till I was like 19 I think so
0: so here's my so I'm pretty sure like don't you isn't it like isn't it a, uh don't you have to? Isn't it against the law not to go to a high school or get homeschooled or have some sort of a formal education?
1: Yeah, I, th- maybe, maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. Part of, the, part of the reason I didn't go to high school is because I wasn't, uh, me and the law didn't have a lot of, uh, <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't exactly in agreement on everything. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. My parents didn't ask a lot of questions. I just stopped, go, I just like left my parents' house So where was, where was the high school that you went to? uh, So this was actually when I lived in, uh, I lived in Montana at the time. Okay. Um, So we, yeah, we grew up in LA and then I, we moved to Western Montana when, uh, when I was in my mid teens and I did about a year and a half, like a year of high school year, not high school, but I I went to seventh grade there. And then halfway through my eighth grade year, uh, I just dropped out. I just left and I moved out of my parents' house so
0: how old you? so this is like what 12
1: no no oh like 15 7th grade 8th grade is when I left so okay, yeah okay. I was like 15 um so yeah
0: okay so um explaining like uh because that's not normal um <laughs> that's what I've heard believe in the 7th grade like just the, just that sentence is like yeah I left my parents house when I was in the 7th grade like that is especially Eighth in this day and age Eighth like eight. that's I think some uh, seventh graders are just starting to uh, stop sucking their mommy's uh, titties. Like, that. So, <laughs> you, can you, yeah. you explain what happened? Like, how did this come about? Like, what led to this decision? I mean, that's so uh, that's so crazy. You know.
1: So uh, to just to be clear, it was in the eighth grade, not the seventh grade, when I actually left. So yeah. it was, big, it was, difference. But, big difference. Big difference. Yeah. Still, I uh, um, I just my my the biggest thing that happened is. After we moved to Montana, I didn't want to move to Montana. I didn't want to move at all. Um, okay. I, 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 as much as I don't like L.A. now, I liked living there when I was younger. Um, and, you know, grew up in a big Latino family, had my, all my aunts, uncles, cousins, family around, and that was like, I, I, I was into that. Um, mm-hmm. And w- after we moved there, my older brother got caught up with, like, these young life guys, like uh, Christian folks in, in high school. Yeah. And he, he started going to uh, church, took my sister, uh, took my, then my mom started going, then my dad started going, and then they became Christian, like a fundamental Baptist, which is crazy because we grew up. brother converted 10. your whole family, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, oh, was would, your brother? He's like a year and a half older than I am. Oh my
0: God. He got, your parents got converted by one of their, that's pretty. Uh, yeah, well,
1: impressive. it's crazy because they were both Catholic. Both my parents are Catholic. We grew yeah. up Catholic, yeah. going to Catholic church, and then we just stopped going at all to anything for a while. Mm. Um, and I mean, I, when, when we moved to Montana, I didn't have anything. I mean, literally the town we moved to, uh, James, there was not a stoplight in this little town. We moved wow. to like, like, I went from, from, from long beach to this town without a stoplight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I mean, I stuck out. I was definitely different from everyone there. Uh, and I hated it. I fucking hated it. Uh, and I started getting into trouble and just kind of being out and my parents, they were, they didn't burn a lot of calories as parents. Yeah. So like anything that would have required them to do something, they're like, ah, fucking, that's all just take care of itself. Uh, yeah. and after a while they like, then they decided they wanted to, do this religious thing and i'm like i'm not really feeling that and like well it's a religious household now so that's what we do and i'm like well then i will just do something else uh and i just okay. laughed.
0: okay okay um now avi but that's um interesting but what was like the boiling point because this is that decision to leave like it must have been building up like what were some of the things that, that they, they asked you to change or asked you to do that you didn't want to do
1: well, go to church was one of them. Okay. Uh, we go to church, you know, it was twice on Sundays and once on Wednesday nights. and Twice on Sundays, uh, once on Wednesday. Oh, fucking Jesus. Yeah, I mean. dude, a lot of church. and I'm like, I don't want to go at or all. Boston, I do. <laughs> um, but. And, and just like they – so the biggest thing is I think they finally decided – they, like, started policing things. And hmm. I'd kind of been on my own from a very young age, you know, they were never really good at being parents. So I was just kind of handling my own shit my entire life. Uh, And I, I remember this, I was literally like, I remember this conversation where I told them, I'm like, I needed you as parents for the last 15 years of my, or like for most of my life. And you didn't want to be, you weren't there. So like, you can't decide now you want to be my parents. I'm like, I'm kind of like, I've kind of handling my shit and taking care of stuff on my own. You can't yeah. now decide to step in and be like, "Well, we're doing it this way." Like you didn't do it all my life, so like you don't get to now. Okay. And I, and I told them that. Uh and they didn't that didn't go well. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> so yeah. uh and, and soon after that, uh I was just like, "Yeah, I mean, it was just there were um, I mean a lot of things happened. I got into a fight with my dad, like uh like literal fist fight with my dad about some shit and the um who won uh what's that who won uh well i kind of gave up i actually quit because we we may have like broke the cocktail table in the dining in the living room and then oh, and the cocktail was-
0: table goes down it's, well, you gotta stop. That's-
1: <laughs> it was a nice <laughs> an heirloom uh it was Broyhill. hill uh yeah. we <laughs> we uh it was late at night and it woke up my sister, my little sister, and she came out and was like watching. and was like scared. So I'm like, eh, I'll just like, I'm not, I don't want her to see us. And that's actually the night I I left. Mm-hmm. I went down, I, I like, like, Hey, I'm like tapped out of the fight, went downstairs packed my I shouldn't
0: Yeah. So, so you left and, um, you never went back.
1: Never went back. That Where was it. Uh, so that I night. went, I, that night I moved in, I've got, I had friends who were much older than me, uh, in their twenties at the time. And I moved in with a couple people who had a house, they had an extra room and I moved in with them. Uh, yeah. and I lived there for about a year. And then, uh, my, I had a friend's mom who was renting out like a little, it was a house, like a, it was a separate from her house. It was like a mother-in-law suite separate from her house. And I started renting that out. And then I was just, uh, yeah, just moved around. I was pretty, I was on the go a lot too. Like I didn't stay in one place for long periods of time. It was all over the Northwest, Southwest. Um, I lived in Mexico for a while. Like I was, I was everywhere.
0: You were just working and then paying, paying whatever rent you could. Yeah, we're
1: working is one way of putting it. I was working, (laughs) you know, so I didn't have, a, I didn't feel like any W 2s or anything, but I, <laughs> right,
0: you had, you had little side hustles, I guess. Yeah,
1: I, I was making money. So,
0: yeah. Wow. It's so fucking fascinating. And did the, the parents ever try to reach out or try, did they ever try to get you to come back or you like anything like that?
1: No. And so the way we, oh, no, got- they just said, he's good. Woo! Yeah. They, they lived on. They, they've got, it's funny. I, so I mean, we're like amicable now. It's not, uh, like, okay. we,
0: I would. that was going to be my uh, question at the end, but
1: yeah, we, we don't like, I don't, we don't talk a ton. I don't see him a ton, especially yeah. my brother and sister, but like the, uh I, I remember I went to my sister's wedding because my brother and sister actually went to the same Christian college together. And I went to my sister's wedding, uh, and they all knew my brother. Cause they went to school to get the same school and you know, whatever. And, everyone at the wedding i specifically remember there were two reactions when they would meet me and find out i, I was her her brother they yeah. realized, it was always uh i didn't know she had another brother oh. that, or it was that or it was oh yeah i've heard about you <laughs> and it was either a good either a uh, good yeah yeah uh but w- you know we uh they they didn't reach the way we started talking again you know, it was a couple years later but a family friend who i was really close with uh, she was my age yeah. uh died in a car accident and they they tracked me down to tell me that she died uh because yeah. this was like before the internet or like before texting even Yeah, you know, we, we didn't there was this was like uh so there, yeah, you had to like tell people things in person or with a carrier pigeon. That's how you did. there's only right, two options: right, right, right. Stalking. Yeah. That's when stalking was accepted. <laughs> yeah, was yeah, stalking. yeah, and it was still allowed back then. So yeah, so I mean, that kind of got to get back
0: to that time. You
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better times, man. The salad days it was a good time. Yeah. So yeah, we we kind of uh, we started talking again, uh, but I mean, even then, it was like tenuous for a long time. Like I'd yeah. go months most of a year and then maybe i wouldn't see them, but we would you know maybe conversation here or there so that pigeon would come in with something yeah or, yeah when someone died yeah man that is so uh that that
0: that is a uh, fascinating man now do you feel like do you feel any sort of like i'm a see i i feel like um a lot of comics are with the reason why people do comedies because you know has something to do with their upbringing do you feel like you're like the is this the right word The like the bastard child or like the disappointment or like the do you ever feel like insecure about that like you're like the the fuck up you know
1: you know i can't
0: no, imagine the psychological even as an adult going to a wedding of your sister and everyone's like huh you or you're you're part <laughs> of the." oh yeah this shit uh oh, you know like that must be brutal dude a whole weekend
1: of that Yeah, it's funny. People always ask me that a lot, but I don't know. It's like, it's not like we had a relationship and then we lost it. Like it was always a zero. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, it's like, hey, it's like being sad about the dog you never had dying. There was nothing Um, there to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, (laughs) so like, why? Like I never. So it was all nothing really changed. I was never. It was not like we were really close, and then I lost that um so yeah yeah, yeah. so i don't know any other way so it's just kind of like yeah it's it's to me it's fine people hear some of the things i say and that have happened they're like that's fucking crazy i'm like oh that's really that's uh, that's what normal families do i had no fucking idea dude i just yeah yeah
0: yeah (laughs) do you but so but i i guess because like what you see on tv is like happy family dinner and then most people like don't most people like you know i would say most people are like i love my mom you know or like or whatever like he's my best friend like or they have like a like a good oh, talking bro. relationship with yeah. them and so let's like not let's who are we kidding like your situation and um is kind of like different you know in a bad way like do you ever feel like like do you ever moments where you're like ah like why me or like why did like why did i get like this kind of a uh, Family's, uh situation you know uh
1: no because i got other shit i'm like a i've always said like i like so so like a shark because like sharks have to keep moving otherwise they die right yeah they yeah yeah moving. I, I that was always my mentality like just pushing on like also the moment i know someone else doesn't give a shit i'm like perfect i don't have to give a shit that's one I, less thing i have to do right, like, right you know i like that is the the most freeing thing to me in the world is knowing that someone else doesn't care i'm like awesome i, I, mean, I know what I you're 100% saying 100 not like, have to give a shit either
0: the, the other day my uh my girlfriend guys like a little argument uh and like I, I this is like right before i was leaving for the road so i'm like i don't know if i want to call her you know so I didn't call her all day, but then you can get tonight and you're like kind of over it. You know, it was a small yeah. thing anyways. So I'm like, I should like, I should call her, you know, it's like, it's like at least, and then I called and she didn't pick up and immediately I'm like throwing the phone in the back. Well, I did my part. Woo! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm done with that shit. You know, if you don't call me yeah. back,
1: it's your bad motherfucker. You know, like I reached I, out. I was the bigger person. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I felt <laughs> so like, and then she called. I was like, God damn it. You know, yeah, though, but, she's-
1: I've been waiting for you to call. I was just in the bathroom. Ah,
0: oh, no. God, right. I'm kidding. But like, yeah, I felt this freedom of like, hey, I did my part, bro. Like I, I or like you said, it's just like, hey, I uh, – I, uh, what, what, what did you say exactly? Like I did um, – oh, like you don't care? I don't, I don't care. Thank God. But, That's yeah. one less thing I have to worry about.
1: Well, I, I say like I, I live reality on reality's terms, and I will always engage in my relationship with people based on the relationship they build for us. So like, so like, I'm not gonna, you know, uh, I, I don't base it on anything, but the reality, like you've created for us. So if that's the reality you've created for us, like, I'm going to fucking live in it, but don't be, don't be surprised when that's the reality I'm living in. You know,
0: You, you, you probably don't get too bummed out about breakups, not breakups, but like, if, you know, when you were single, like dating around and someone didn't text you back, it's not that big of a deal to you. You know no, like,
1: no i don't have a lot of feelings uh, yeah
0: that's good i'm the same way I, <laughs> I i i i shut down i'm closed off i ignore my therapist uh it's like don't you feel anything from the what they did to you i'm like, I, no. like what do you <laughs> want me to, what do you want me to do man like, i just don't feel it yeah I'm, 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 I'm like wired to not feel uh sadness or I, I don't feel bad for myself a lot like i always like very hard on myself but yeah, it's a lot of things with, uh, I hear people all the time, they didn't text me back. Oh, like blah, blah, blah. It's just like, yo, if they didn't text you back, It's, it's that's, that's, yeah. that's all you need to know, man. Like, yeah. that's great. Like, move on. Like you got your answer, But they're all yeah, freaked they, out. Yeah. I need to know why. Is this something I did? I'm like, who gives a shit, dude? It's yeah. like, you want to find someone that's going to like you anyway, like for you. So why you why do you give a shit so much?
1: Yeah, I don't need closure. Closure is very easy for me. Closure, closure. is so lame. Yeah, yeah I'm like, like moving
0: explaining on. Explaining the joke almost. It's, it's like, he had just explained to me. Why you don't want to fuck me. Like like it's yeah, like, you really want to hear that?
1: It's yeah, you're not gonna feel better no. about it. No, you're never gonna feel better about their reasoning of why they don't like you as a person. Like yeah. that, but, <laughs> you just
0: oh, Right. The only benefits, like you can maybe like if it's you can find out, and if that seems to be a recurring thing in your relationship, then you might want to fix that yourself. But still, it's like closure is just like, yeah. Girls but need if you, it really if you, bad for like, if girls you have really, a,
1: if you have a spreadsheet about why people don't like you, the ultimate reason why people don't like you is you're probably just too analytical and suck as a person and nerdy. It's, like you're just- That spreadsheet, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I got to go to my Excel spreadsheet about why people don't like me. I'm like, you know why people don't like you? The fucking, you, you, you know how to use Excel. Nobody yeah. knows how to use that shit. Excel, so the yeah. most confusing thing.
0: You're supposed to type up on the box to get down. Who the,
1: what are we yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Listen,
0: what cages? Am I, I, I... you know, you know, who likes little, little cages, uh, people who put kids in them. So yeah. if you like Excel, you like kids in cages. Wow. That's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> that's a, that's a hundred percent true.
0: That's, that's my new uh, bit. Um, all right. <laughs> so I want to ask you this. Yeah. Um, so you didn't get that high school experience, but I'm sure you've seen it on movies. You probably seen people like that's my friend from high school. Or hear about prom, drinking, uh, going out, getting in trouble, like just that kind of like. Uh, and then you hear like class, uh, superlatives, model, model UN, trips, sports, blah 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 blah, um, jocks, cheerleaders. Uh, like, do you ever have like a taste of that? Like, do you ever like like a taste for that? Where you're like, oh, I wish I had that. Like, oh, I w- uh, you hear people talk about it. Oh, I went to the homecoming. You're like, oh, I I came to my home today. I jerked off. Like, <laughs> do you, do you ever think of like? Oh, like I wish I had that experience or, or, or anything like anything. Uh, you,
1: you know, not not particularly. I mean, I still had friends. Most of my friends ended up being people who are older than me. And that's kind of where I hung out. But I still had some friends that went to high school. So I was like this satellite. I was like this mythical creature of like this guy doesn't go to high school. But every now and then he comes by and picks up this guy yeah. after school. I'm like, they're like, who is this guy? You know, yeah, uh, you know, and it was just this weird like, yeah, I was just like, like, uh, Bigfoot. like a Loch Loch Ness monster. yeah, just kind of around some people had heard of me. I uh, didn't know if I was real or not, but also like, and when I think of those experiences, uh, I, I also think about the experiences I had in my mid teens that other people still have probably never had as adults. And I'm like, I was doing wild, crazy, fun shit and doing things that like, you know I was fucking down in Mexico doing like mescaline trips with shamans, you know right. at like eighteen years old or seventeen years old and stuff like wow. that yeah. like and, and like that uh was a whole other experience and has built a whole other reality for me and like not that not that the traditional like high school all that stuff is bad uh and not not glorifying what I did but it was such a unique experience. I mean, I look back and I'm like, I've lived a lot of fucking lives and been a lot of places. Yeah. Um, and that's stuff that like, but I also, uh, kind of always live my life like a giant improv scene. Like the first yeah. rule of improv is yes. And so like when sure. people, when something happens, I'm like, fucking, yeah, let's, let's fucking go. Let's give it a shot. Why not? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, i've had some crazy experiences so i got to do those things that other yeah. people have never
0: well i think it's great because you've done all these things that are kind of like different but you're just like a you're better than uh most of the people i know so i think it worked I, out great
1: i'm well thank you i just you know again i don't think things have to be so hard i do uh uh you know i try to be as magnanimous as possible yeah uh, Uh, But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, these experiences, I think that's part of what made me also more chill is like these experiences with such different and varied people, you know, um, getting out of my box, getting out of my comfort zone and going and doing things with people in different lifestyles and like go walk with people that you don't know or that they believe different things than you do. And uh, just learn how to
0: live um, and, and fend for yourself. Like you basically were living an adult lifestyle at such a young age, you know, like you're, you're living, like there are people that are in their like early twenties that don't know how to survive the way you do. And they're going to be learning that when they move out of their parents' house or whatever, you know, even then yeah. it's not the same. Cause you don't have that. Like everyone's fallback is like, I have my parents, most people's, most people's yeah. I have my parents. I can always go home or like, they still love me. And like, you didn't have that. You were just basically on your own own. And uh, you learn a lot about yourself. From that and you learn about like you your back's against the wall. I don't think a lot of people have that um experience where they're just kind of like, oh I'm f- fucking alone. I'm not alone, you know? Yeah. Like, I got a girlfriend, I have a family, but when you don't have that, um you're just alone. That's that's uh pretty crazy. You know? Well it's yeah. a good
1: I think it's a good resiliency. You know, it teaches you yeah. some resiliency and be able to get through uh situations in life easier because like basically anything that happens now i'm like all Not right well thing. yeah that, that's thing. you know moving on something else things keep happening it'll be fine yeah. like things are gonna be fine they may be marginally worse for a while tomorrow could be better and it'll be in the end it's gonna everything's gonna be fine i'm, I'm still gonna die whatever
0: right so i'm curious i think it kind of asked this earlier there was never a thing where like the government or the state was like trying to put you in school Cause I always thought you had to be in school. So if well, you just I mean- show up and dropped out, there wasn't like, like I, I guess I heard people dropping out of high school, and they but get like, how would
1: they know? Home. How would they know? I'm not- you just gonna
0: show up to class, and they would like call your parents, and their parents didn't say shit. They would, they would like report you. Like I, I don't know. Like. I, yeah, I, I think it's. They I come after you at, at a certain point.
1: I well, first of all, like if they called my parents, my parents would not, not be interested anyway. So like, <laughs> there was, there, uh, it was
0: like uh, it's like a it's like a telemarketer, you know? Like, <laughs> hey, we have your uh, son. Yeah, I'm not interested in your bullshit. Yeah. All right, stop calling me. Take me put off me your phone do, list.
1: Put me on the do not call list. Yeah, put uh, me on. The- <laughs> 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 the uh so i mean i don't know like what what are they gonna do and like my parents didn't know where to find me so maybe they did maybe they did call them and my parents just like we don't know either Let, yeah, if you find yeah. them, don't call us you know like who knows so um you're
0: almost like a fugitive like you, you you're gone you changed your name family, you changed and, like, your hair um, you 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 got a sex yeah. change to avoid uh being caught
1: i had to go town to town every time i'd leave a town to be that sad whistling walking away music
0: yeah uh, you know well, I'm just from this. I'm cut from this cloth where, like, if I don't show up to school, they call my parents. And next thing you know, the 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 cops are looking for me, you know? Because it's like, you can't skip school. And then you get the detention. It's like, man, big- where,
1: do you go to school in like fucking Germany in 1942? Where do you, where do you, what happened? Dude, I, went,
0: I went to school, no, I went to school in New, New Jersey. It's like, I didn't go to school. They'd call my parents. And then my parents would be like, where is he? They'd call my phone. And then eventually, like, there's like a, like, missing persons or whatever. Like, like, yeah. They try, i guess well, i guess when it ends at your parents being like we don't know where he is all right well do you want to look for him no there's like yeah, well, right, you know what, what are we gonna do
1: well i'm a little older than you too so things were probably a little different sure, in sure, my sure. day too the plus this was in western montana so they're like he's probably fucking bucking broncos or some yeah. shit who knows what the he's fuck hanging he out is.
0: with the unabomber they got a little uh, cabinet yeah,
1: <laughs> just out growing a beard and figuring out how to bomb federal buildings. So, you and, uh,
0: know. fucking up most of them. <laughs> all right. Wow. Um, all right. So here's the final question I'll ask you. This is the question I ask most people in the podcast. It's a, it's high school related, but I think it, it can still apply to you. Okay. If you can go back and, uh, change anything about your early teens whatever your upbringing, your high school years, like your formative years, if you can go back and change anything, is there anything you would change?
1: Uh, I would have done more drugs. Oh, you know, I did. I did a lot of drugs. Uh, so, would well, you have uh, done more? He, probably. You've done a lot. Uh, no, I, if it, what I would have what I would have changed. Um, it could be more drugs. Oh, I can tell you what it is. Okay. I guess I we can tell this story. Uh, this is more I is it like this is like a cautionary tale to myself like don't go here um I this was after high school too though I was 20 years old okay so no, uh,
0: that's that's it's whatever whatever wow. if, if it's something you really if, if you're if you're feeling like you need to tell it tell it
1: no it's just like I well I went to jail for a while and I was oh. like I would have uh not I told myself not to do to uh, do what happened. Uh, they yeah. got me in jail for uh, an extended amount of time. Um, Interesting. In, in high school, I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. My high school years were, I fucking had a great time. Everything was really, really, really amazing and really fun. I had access. It was probably too opulent. I probably should have done less because I had access to everything and yeah, no yeah. one there to tell me no um and I was just like yeah I was fucking like Caligula just fucking doing whatever the maybe, hell maybe
0: you wish for some a little structure not too much but like it's like a a little bit
1: yeah it's something to reel me in a little bit maybe uh yeah.
0: I, I like sometimes I want that too as as much as it, it's awesome being a comic and like working on your own schedule and doing whatever you want but like you do kind of yearn for like man it would be great but just this week if I just did nine to five whatever like sets or whatever and i just got paid a fucking uh, two grand you know yeah. and then next week but i'm sick of it by by friday i just do whatever i want again like you do, kind of <laughs> wish you had a little bit of a because because comedy too it's also like so unreliable you know like it's just like am i gonna look at my calendar oh my god i'm not booked in uh, september like i'm like you gotta keep built like getting stuff it's so uncertain you know yeah so, yeah it's a
1: lot, throwing it's just, a lot of track out there
0: yeah, yeah yeah but it's a beautiful lifestyle and it's so anxiety riddled but then when you look back at it it's like you kind of want to be like oh everything turned out fine why am i still worried it's like because it's it's hard to we you don't you have that certainty. Worrying. you know huh? if you can't you can't can.
1: yeah if you stop worrying that's when you know you kind of gotta hustle at it because i mean we all know those guys who are really funny but don't do any work yeah. Yeah. at it and then they're just never getting work and it's like man you should if you put a little effort into this you'd be doing pretty well i think
0: <laughs> so so what you would not go to jail for uh that would th- be the thing you change? a little more structure what did you go to jail for this is just uh, so <laughs> uh
1: this so this was the i've been to jail a couple times james uh okay. this was the this was the longest stint Wh- of my bragging. yeah uh, um and uh so what happened is I got, uh, I'll try to give the the semi-abridged version. Okay. Um, I got pulled over, and uh, they arrested me. So they, well, they said they smelt marijuana in the car. They asked if I could, they could search the car. I said no, because yeah. legally they can't unless they're a certified, most people don't know this, but most states, unless they're a legally certified, like, drug cop which most cops aren't Again, they're not yeah. trained quote-unquote trained specifically to note the smell of marijuana even though we all know what it smells like yeah if they're not spe- specifically going through the don't specifically have that training they can't use that as like justification to yeah search for. yeah but they'll make you think they can so i knew knowing this i said no what what i didn't know is this guy did have that training so specific, so he did have the right to search my car and he did and yeah. he found a pipe so then i was arrested uh then they searched the rest of my car and they found uh more things that kept me that was uh, <laughs> uh they found more fe- things that bumped it up to a a, a state case and and felonies several oh, fel- oh. felonies so yeah um yeah so that that sucked uh and i okay. spent a, i spent a year in jail um and uh that was not that was a bad year yeah i got out like a i got out like literally like a week before my 21st birthday i thought i was gonna oh. spend my 21st birthday and, and- you tell them wait 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 to put me in jail
0: wait I'm <laughs> so, drunk.
1: yeah that was uh that was a shitty situation that was a bad year but uh Dude. you know whatever
0: yeah, it's over now. And listen, man. Like, I, I, I repeat this over and over again. It sounds like I'm blowing you, but it's like you're, you're great, dude. You're a super nice guy, man. For someone that's um been in trouble with the law, grew up uh, without a, a fan like parents, pretty much, and like just um going like doing like all like like if if like you are not the pr- like if I were to like kind of list if someone were to hear this like a parent, they'd be like, yeah, I don't want that guy around my kids. You know? Yeah but you are actually <laughs> the nicest, uh, dude. And honestly, like, if someone told me before we met and I crashed at your place, yeah, she's been this, this, that, you've been arrested. He's been, that. I'm like, I don't, know if, I don't know if I want to stay there, you know? But, <laughs> but dude, you are the nicest guy. It's just so funny. It's just funny to me how you grew up in this way. You you have every reason to, it would make sense for me that you'd be angry and bitter and like, uh, hate people, hate the rules, hate society and uh. Be a shitty person and you're just not it's it's uh you know that's all i'm trying to say
1: I think well thanks i mean i'm also self-aware enough which is a good thing as a comic be self-aware but like most of the times i got in trouble and went to jail yeah. i'm also i also was like well yeah i mean i did do that wrong like that was sure. that was dumb like i could have not done that
0: if, uh, if i go to jail and everyone there's like you I'm, I'm gonna
1: have a great time that's all I'm saying. <laughs> i assure you they are not all like me uh
0: yeah. <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast dude yeah yeah they'll
1: they'll let you stay the night with them uh oh
0: yeah and they're assholes (laughs) but um all right these um so what do you got going on where can people find you tell the tell the audience of uh three people just kidding it's people yeah um but uh yeah where can you find them
1: uh, go to DS Just check out everything. Uh, I got the podcast every Wednesday, uh, the social hour, Uh, I'm on the road. I'm doing shows everywhere. Uh, I got stuff literally from Florida to Washington across the country uh, throughout the summer and fall. So come check out a show. Check out a live show. Uh, listen to the podcast. A podcast yeah. is fun. Uh, I do been doing that for about seven years now and had some interesting guests on. So I, I've i had some, uh, uh, yeah, I actually last year, I really stepped it up. Last year I got uh Joe Jorgensen, she was the libertarian presidential oh, yeah. candidate. She right. was on the show, she was in studio at my house. We spent a day together. Uh, the uh, I've had Steve Hofstetter's been on the show, okay, uh, a guy named Fabian nicienza He not many people know the name, but he actually created Deadpool. Um, oh so, cool yeah See, i want to get
0: on. i, I guys start getting uh those kind of different not comics basically on the podcast yeah but that's that's great
1: it's uh what i found is uh if you just ask I, uh, yes a lot yeah. of people do shit if you ask so people love talking about themselves yeah so yeah. um you know I just started asking bigger names and uh, a lot of them um, uh, i was actually asked to interview joe jorgensen which was kind of flattering and then after that kind of gave me some clout to reach out to bigger people too and be like hey you know maybe like i interviewed a presidential candidate you know they've been on people take it
0: more seriously yeah they're
1: like oh okay well then this is like a real show uh, even though it's totally not (laughs) you're looking at my studio right now you know this is not a (laughs) legitimate operation but no it looks fun especially for the the guy that met deadpool i mean i'm I'm sorry that's right on uh
0: his uh, wheelhouse. wheelhouse.
1: Yeah, I mean obviously I'm a comic book nerd so the uh that's it was it was great. But yeah, so I mean yeah, take a listen to the to the podcast. It's fun.
0: Awesome man. And um hope the did you use any of the Florida connects I gave you?
1: Uh I've been emailing people. Yeah. We're we've we got a couple dates we're still trying to fill. Uh we're kind of focusing on Oklahoma City and Texas right now too. Right. Uh when we're in or Oklahoma in general when we're in those areas. But yeah, I appreciate yep. that. Yeah, uh, go to dece Dees, on Instagram. You can follow me there, the social hour on Facebook, uh, all kinds of stuff. So all
0: right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. James Camacho, Camacho Bro, Instagram, Twitter, James Camacho.com slash shows. Um, I'm playing all over, I'm I'm touring all over. I think uh, just uh, come see me texas missouri new jersey new york all that shit um so uh come see me guys and um we'll, t- uh, we'll uh, tune in next week i hate ending things all right bye